Hey everyone, welcome to the Level 1 Podcast. This week we've got something new. We're going to be running a promo for a fellow actual play podcast that's doing some great new work that it, they're, uh, they're just starting up, so please give them a listen and um, we'll get on with the show right after their promo. Thanks for listening. Have you heard about Voices at Play? Well, picture this. There's a table, and at that table, there are 16 people, but they're all different from one another. It looks like they're playing a game, but it's not one you've ever heard of. Have I piqued your interest? Voices at Play is an actual play tabletop roleplay podcast featuring marginalized people playing games designed by marginalized creators. You can find out more on ttrpg-voices.com. Voices at Play, making space at the table for everyone. I'll do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, from here, we, we start doing something fun, don't we? Uh, we go to the Sea Wing Ooh. first, and then we do Islands. Oh, okay. So, we're now we're in the ship. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So, we, we have to get onto the boat and do... So, yeah. So, you take your... Take the mages. Oh, man. Okay. So... I feel like we stayed in Italia for quite some time. Um, like, I would say, like, two weeks or more. Um, just kind of, like, learned a little bit more about each other. I feel like got prepared for knowing that we weren't coming back to our known land anymore. Um, and I feel like the maid just was kind of secretly chilling out there because she wanted to feel how the magic faded from this place that is so close from Umbra. Like, she, she, she's going to bring the magic back. That's her goal. We don't know what that means yet, but she's been curious as to how it feels. And it's felt very similar everywhere except for in Nostalia, where there's more, like, cracks of magic still. Like, it's still very palpable in certain areas. But since they've been there, it's just been dying and dying and dying. So, I feel like she gathers everybody up and kind of, like, sits them all, like, on a, on a single bench, like, on a dock mm-hmm. kind of thing, like children. 
<laughs> like when you're waiting to board a bus and your mom is like telling you where you're going and what the plan is and stuff like that. Um, so everybody's sitting on their bench, all packed, um, crack of dawn, and they see this very bizarre looking boat. It's not typical to all the trading ships and sailing ships and things like that that they've been seeing. It's grander, almost, like not shiny or gilded or anything like that, but it's just very, very out of this world big with a very peculiar crew on it. Like everybody looks very calm, not very like boisterous and sailory. Mm-hmm. So they're about to get on this ship. And the mistress is just kind of taking turns looking everybody like very dead in the eye. River is not making eye contact. <laughs> she's is looking super at your hungover. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> My dears. Here we are. The time's come for us to part, for us to be on our way, for us to bring the magic back, for you to help me bring the magic back. I want you all to listen to me very, very carefully. The hospitality that we receive on the ship may be unlike anything you have ever experienced. I don't want that to distract you from your mission. I don't want that to distract you from me. And I want us to all be together at the end of it. Can we all do that? I'm sorry. I just missed that whole thing. (laughs) Oh, my dear River. As we break into the ocean, I wonder why you... Well, I didn't... You didn't have to return it. You didn't have to repeat it. (laughs) Oh, River, as we move into the ocean, I wonder how your single stream of consciousness will better as we go along. Better? I think, I think Elamora takes takes is sitting in the middle and takes both um, River and um, Piccolo's hands. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how River reacts to that. <laughs> um, but, Piccolo's like, huh? Yeah. Um, and Elamora says, oh, I'll keep them together. I promise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're not going to go anywhere. We're, I mean, we're going to be on a ship. Where, where else are we going to go? Right, guys? Right? Yeah? Guys? Okay, good. All right. If you say so, up we go. So we get on the ship. And who's the, whose hospitality are we under? Grandmother Black. So, hmm. I feel like she's a very nice lady. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she is. In she's, a she's unusual way. Yeah. Um... Oh, oh, I know, I know, I know. This is... Describe her. This is, this is, uh... This is a stereotype of boats, but, like, it's a fun one. (laughs) Um, so, like, we get out to sea just a little bit, like, far enough into the bay that there's no turning back at this point. Right. And, like, finally one of the, um... One of the crew gets close enough to somebody, one of us, and, uh... They're, everybody's wearing masks, like porcelain masks. Yeah. And like, like you can and it, you can see like their head turn mm-hmm. and their skeletal. Ooh, sick. Uh-huh. So they're so the crew's undead. 
That's why they look so colorful. The yeah. They're not, like, like lurching about like right. zombies. They're moving really normally and, like, really cleanly, but also silently. You Creepy. Know? Like, they're not, you know, they're not, um... Yeah, they're not, they're not saying anything. They're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And, like, it takes a really long time, but we eventually realize that Grandmother Black is the ship. Ooh, like, tricky. the ship's alive. Uh-huh. And, like, it doesn't talk or anything, but, like, the ship go- is doing this of its own, like, volition, mm-hmm. and it's helping the mages purposefully. Mm-hmm. Like, the ship doesn't, like, probably just, like, floats about the ocean and does its whatever creepy thing it actually does, but, like, if the magic dies, it dies, the crew dies. Huh. So it's like, well, this is the deal. Gotta yeah. help, I gotta get her across the ocean and get her to Umbra so mm-hmm. that she can start all this back up again. So. Crazy. Yeah, like, I don't know if there's anyone actually to talk to on the ship uh-huh. other than us. Uh, is it my play? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So I guess I'll do. Uh, what we have been eating. Love it. So it's like in the, the galley, right? right? Um. Yeah, it's in the galley. Well, actually, I don't want to do that then. I don't want to be in the galley. <laughs> no. Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll do I'll do this one because I cause I can't really think of anything better. Um, so I think it rivers kind of in the galley, uh, and he brought his like his like basic crab fishing supplies. Huh. Not that this is really crab fishing <laughs> waters, but I'm gonna say that it is. <laughs> uh, Fuck it. So he's just been fishing for crab the whole time, and uh, I don't really know if I want anyone in the scene. I think he's just kind of uh, you. It's like a montage where you like see him outside sitting on the sitting on the deck fishing but he's co- he's fishing and cooking i'm assuming for just the three of us right yeah i like that though yeah because it's like a oddly fatherly you yeah know what I mean? yeah like i like it it's cool he's uh yeah so he's sitting outside he's fishing and he's he's kind of singing but his singing is like really bad <laughs> i love it uh so he, you know, he's out there, he's, he's like singing and he's singing to the crabs and he cracks their shell open. <laughs> oh my God, it's like Little Mermaid. But like that creates like the beat. Yeah. Oh, he's singing that's really and then the cool, beat is actually. the, is the cracking of the crab shell. And then he like, you know, he's cracking the crab shells and like cooking and then you see him out there fishing again. And then at night he's cooking and then he's like out on the deck doing nothing. And then he's like realizing that he's really hungry. So he goes out and like fishes some more. <laughs> It's not just crab, but it's like, you know, he also has like his deep sea rod or whatever that swordfish. he like got while he was, yeah. So he's like got swordfish. He's, <laughs> he, there's like one, there's one scene where he's standing next to Piccolo and he's just cranking and he's letting the, he's been fighting with his swordfish for like two hours. And it's like going out on the line. He's trying to get back in again. It's going out and he's trying to get back in. And that's like the, that's basically the whole scene. Love so it's it. like a montage of that stuff. Love it. Forever the provider. All right. So, um, Elamor is in the cabin, and it's, like, late at night again, and, um, she, uh, she's out on the, on the, uh, and she's in the cabin, and she, she, um, and the, the prompt is the sound of the ship, and oddly, this ship is just so quiet. It doesn't creak, it doesn't mm-hmm. do anything, like, the crew moves about, like, silently, it's really... 
bad, and there's something almost sad to Elamora about it. So she she leaves, she goes out on deck, and like the moon is shining, and it's calm, and again she like pulls the piano out of her pocket, and on this night she plays like up until now she's played like melancholy songs or or just kind of happy songs like she's playing a song that is absolutely a funeral right mm. that is like almost a like these men died at sea and no one no one did anything for them so tonight this, the ship is full of music mm-hmm. and that's the sound so again I think that's that's the whole scene again real short but yeah good step. I want to grab Crow's Nest for Piccolo. I love Piccolo up in the Crow's Nest. I know. <laughs> He's just too big. <laughs> so I feel like the the scene starts as saying, you know, in the Crow's Nest. I feel like Piccolo is trying to like hype himself up a little bit. Like he's just been kind of enjoying the quiet because he's you know, thoughtful and introverted and yeah. <laughs> all these things, but he's like trying to hype himself up. It's been a couple days that they've been on the water mm-hmm. and he like <laughs> takes his shirt and like takes his hair down but like wraps a little like headband on <laughs> and he like beats his chest a little bit. He's like, yeah! Oh, bro! Yeah! <laughs> he's like, Guys, I'm gonna see how far away we are! And he crawls up the crow's nest and he all right, to, Piccolo. <laughs> he tries to, like, you go, buddy. Pose. You go. <laughs> he tries to like strike a pose, and then it's just quiet. And he looks around him, and he's like, "Guys, it's really blue." <laughs> yeah, Piccolo. <laughs> it's it's really blue. It but it's not just one kind of blue. It's like shades, <laughs> sky blue, and ocean blue, and. And then Piccolo like kind of crawls down a little bit. He like looks at both of them, realizes he's still shirtless, and just kind of like slowly slips his shirt back on. Guys, what? Have you ever heard anything about Umbra? Like something real about Umbra? Nothing good. I had never heard no Umbra before. Ever? Nah, never. But first we have islands. The sightless sea is full of numerous islands. Some of them move around. Oh. Some people say that there are, there's a pit that drops you into the center of the earth somewhere in the middle of the ocean. So we'll run into something before then. Well, I guess that's comforting. You know what I find comforting? Crab. Yeah, do we have any more butter? We ran out this morning. <sighs> Damn it! We've still got cracked We should have taken my boat. I had butter. And the crew was a little bit more lively. Wait, 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 wait. what I'm saying? Huh. Also, <laughs> I found a lemon this morning. Have you ever had lemon with crab? Yeah. This is all I ate in Nostalia. All right. Well, I have had lemon with crab, but I'm still excited, Piccolo. Why Good. Why don't you mix them up? <laughs> Good. I'll get, I'll get chopping. It's adorable as hell. <laughs> See? All right, Sam. It's your turn again. You could move the magus, or you could do the last prompt, whatever you'd like to do. Um, I will say, if you move the magus, you get to draw the card. 
Oh yeah, I'm moving in. Just, <laughs> like, like, just sign it. <laughs> so, um, we're moving to the Sightless Sea, which is another one of the very few mechanics in this game. And there are three islands. So we start on the first. Um, and each time you get to an island, you draw from a small deck of cards that come with the game. Each one has a island with similar with a prompt like normal um, for the mages and uh, locations and prompts like any other. Um, but there's, uh, I think, like 15 of them. Um, and we don't know what's coming. So it's complete. So it's random. Also, that thing I said about the hole... Um, you can also flip over the uh, the scroll, and there's a whole second scroll of just underground stuff. Wait, and so there we really can fall through the hole. There really is a hole, card, oh. hole island that could drop you down into the underground. So oh, you know, like shit. whatever. <laughs> okay, so I just draw. You draw the card, and then you treat treat it like normal. There'll from be the a, top or from anywhere? from the top. Okay. And you you'll have a thing that's like that's similar that'll have a title of what it is, like Astalia, and a prompt for the mages. And then there'll be smaller locations. So we don't actually get to pick it. Uh, you get to draw the card, though. Yourself. See, I was misled. In <laughs> <laughs> you get to pick the card, though. You do. Damn, I would have taken the helm. Let's see what we got oh God. here. Oh, God. What's our first oh God. Ooh, Sleeping Cinder Cone. The form of smoke. And the picture on this, for our audio listeners, is a volcano. <laughs> You know what this this reminds me of, actually? What? Hawaii. Oh my god, we get it. You're going to Maui. Or you you know, to Maui. it's kind of interesting because the trees in this picture, they're also pine. Uh, something I think that is important because pine trees on an island, on a volcanic island, very uncommon. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> Alright, so... so the there first, we are. So describe the island we come upon and like stop at and rest at. I'm describing it? Yeah, because you're, you're the mages. Oh, I'm the mages. You don't you have just... to do a big character thing with her or anything. Yeah, I, yeah, I like... don't think I'm going to do any sort of scene with the mages, just because playing the mages sounds exhausting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, kind of see some smoke out in the distance, and I'm pretty sure Piccolo would probably be the first one to notice it. Hey guys! Smoke! <laughs> River turns around, you're packed into the same, <laughs> into the same <laughs> crow's nest. Aww. What? I can't see. <laughs> no, over the... River. River. <laughs> Elmo. Uh, so it's like clearly too small for both of them to be up there. I think Elamora's sitting on the mast and outside the crow's neck <laughs> yes. next to them. Yeah, and uh, we see smoke on the horizon, and then it's uh, um, a really interesting island. <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's good. It's beach, but then like the beaches are like kind of rocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not like Soft. volcanic or or sand beaches. Yeah. Uh, and there is sand below them. It's black. It is volcanic sand. Uh, like right below all the rock and stuff. And there's like, there's also like rocky cliffs, which is kind of like European, except the cliffs are also black. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see basically that fades very quickly into pine trees with like rivers of no pine trees through them mm-hmm. from lava flow. Mm-hmm. And then you see the volcano kind of sitting on the opposite end of the of the island from where we're sitting. Interesting. So the ship pulls off and like the mages is like three days or something like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just a quick, and then she basically disappears to do like whatever. Right. <laughs> whatever horrifying ritual she has to do <laughs> yeah. around the volcano. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, it's my turn. Yeah. It's your turn. Um, 
I'm going to do hot springs. And the prompt is what we wish we were. And I want Piccolo <laughs> and River to be there. Okay. Um, so Elamora um, gets like really excited um, after, like, after she realizes where we are. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know this place. I know this place. Um, um, come with me. And she like starts like running off. And, like, she's got, like, a little bit of, like, girlish energy, which is not a thing she has. Right. Um, and, like, takes you up. It's, like, it's not a grueling hike, but it's a little bit longer than you'd like it to be. Yes. <laughs> um, through the pine trees and over the, the past these rocky beaches. Um, and then there's just, like, like, at first you think it's more smoke as you get close to the side of the, the volcano. Right. Um, and then, like, you're, you realize it's, like, steam. Yeah. Um. And normally, like, uh, hot springs smell like rotten eggs, sulfuric. Um, But instead, these hot springs, um, I think they smell like... um... Oh, it's magic, right? Mm -hmm. It smells like whatever, like, whatever smells best to you. Hmm. That's Um, cool. So for for Elamora, it's like... Freshly mowed grass and spearmint (laughs) toothpaste. (laughs) Uh, It's, um... No. Spearmint toothpaste. Yeah, it's Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I I didn't know. <laughs> that reference went like two leagues above my head. It's a really specific reference. It's a very specific it's, reference. It's, it's I've read I've read the books like three times. Okay, it's yeah. I just need to defend myself on this podcast so that people before people think. tear you apart. For so not I don't get a bunch of texts in fucking April. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> This is like a three-episode bit. It's going to really I'm expand. ready for it. I hate it, and I'm ready for it. Um, but for Elamora, it smells like... Um, it smells like ginger. Oh, cool. Um, and, like, I think she's just sort of, like, throwing clothes off and, like, jumps in. Mm-hmm. Like, um, really excitedly. Hmm. Um, and she's just like, come on. Come on, join in. I feel like to Piccolo... It smells like freshly baked bread <laughs> and like, and like weirdly like a horse stable, like that really nostalgic, like wooded, muddy, wet, wet, hey, yeah, smell. smell. Yeah. It smells like those two things. And Piccolo just kind of looks at River and it's like, I have a really weird question to ask you. Yeah. So since you're a fisherman, you know how to you know how to tie tie knots and things like that, right? Well, you know I dabble a little bit in tie knots. I've never been much. Are you guys still tire. outside of the, the yeah. hot spring? Yeah, yes. You're just swimming around <laughs> yes. like a yeah. little kid, like just like so thrilled. Can you put my hair into a quick French braid? A what now? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I hate doing this myself. <laughs> I hate doing this. <laughs> Piccolo, it's just like I'll be, I'll be in it in a minute. I just need to make sure that my hair doesn't get weird afterwards. One sec, I'm just French braiding his hair back into like a catnose braid while swimming. It, it just makes it more maintainable. A French braid. I like how you worded that as a knot. <laughs> well, like not tying and looping and things. I like and to... defending Piccolo. <laughs> okay, so does who? So River gets in before. River gets in before Piccolo. River yeah. takes a little while to get undressed too, but he's wearing uh, he's wearing like skin tight swim trunks. Basically. Oh, so he's still wearing clothes of some kind. Yeah, he's got swim trunks. Okay, on. cool. 
<laughs> he bring, he wore his he has swim trunks. He, so he puts oh, on. Oh, so he brought swim trunks. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. But they're like they're like speedos, but like they are like boxer brief speedos. Like they yeah. <laughs> they like grip your legs like halfway down. I know. And he doesn't take his is he changes out his uh, hat for like a yellow swimming cap. <laughs> And the speedo is light blue. Perfect. Well, I'll be. It's quite warm in here. And it doesn't smell like sulfur or whatever. It's supposed to smell like whatever you think is best. What's it like for you? Well, it smells like volcanic ash and trees, so I don't really know what that says about me. (laughs) Well, I'll be idealistic here, and it's. I think your favorite thing is wherever you happen to be. Wow, that's a... That makes me feel warm inside. Well, maybe it's just the water, actually. <laughs> Could be a little bit of both. Maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Piccolo is, like, slowly waiting. I'm like... <laughs> you should do it all at once. It'll <laughs> like, be a little no, easier like, that way. No, no, it hurts so good. Like the kid or the... Let me get through it. <laughs> yeah. The kid or the old person getting in the hot tub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And Piccolo just like gets to the point where it's like right above your heart, mm-hmm. and you know you just gotta do it. And he's like kind of bouncing a little bit. Count me down. I, okay, I think Elamora and like River make eye contact and then go dunk him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so the prompt is what we wish we were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is more m- a metaphor for Elamora. Is Elamora? I think this is more like after this is all done, Elmore is like, I wish I was that person all the time. Yeah. I wish I was that excited. Yeah. And like, how wonderful it is that these people bring that out in me. Yeah. You know. So. That's good stuff. Do you guys want any more there or we good? I'm good there. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's good stuff. Hmm. I'm drawn for Piccolo a little bit to the crater. Hmm. All right. That's concerning. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning a foreboding omen. So I feel like Piccolo... (laughs) I just got an image in my head that made me happy. Um... Like, if Piccolo was in, like, modern times, he would totally be one of those, like, California beach bros who goes out with his headphones first thing for, like, barefoot morning beach run kind of thing. Like, the least douchey way possible. Like, he just wants to feel the sand between his toes. Piccolo is too pure. Piccolo is way too pure. So I feel like Piccolo found, like, this is, like, day two kind of thing. Like, Piccolo found, like, a stretch of beach that's, like, not horrendous to walk on barefoot. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of running through it and as he's running and just kind of like singing to himself because he doesn't headphones don't exist mm-hmm. <laughs> um chase has airpods <laughs> <laughs> it's a small flex weird flex but okay <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's dated now so <laughs> month down the road god that if it was February, that would have been a really funny joke, but it's April, so it's not funny anymore. Fuck. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> it's the stupidest, longest running bit. You're welcome. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, Piccolo's like taking a morning run. Um, and as he's running barefoot on the beach, the ground starts getting hotter. Um, and he's like kind of looking down at it and, you know, the sand's like wet a little bit because the ocean has been lapping on it, but like nothing out of the ordinary. Like he's just thinking to himself, well, I'm on a small volcanic island. I'm bound to feel some warm spots. But as he keeps running, it gets like hotter and hotter. Mm-hmm. And he's just like staring down at his feet as he's like still running. Like he's he, he doesn't know why he hasn't stopped yet. And the ground keeps getting like it's like black sand beaches with like rocks. So not a lot of warm colors showing, but he keeps seeing red. As he's looking down, and it keeps getting hotter and hotter and hotter, and eventually he is just running on what looks like actual blood. Cool. And he just keeps running and running and running until he hits a pine tree. And he looks down, and his feet are immediately cold. It's just sand underneath him. Uh, I'm gonna go to I am I was gonna go here because it felt like it was a lot higher stakes but I have something really good for here so I'm gonna stick to the statue of fawn yeah so wow I'm really gonna bend this it says a meaningful expression so I like the idea that uh the I'm just going to kind of not play out this scene because mm-hmm. I want it sure. to go a specific way. Okay. Um, so I like the idea that the magus is sitting there and talking about this, uh, how beautiful the birds here and how like metaphorically, uh, you know, involved or something or like magically involved they are or something like that. Who's she talking to? River. Okay. <laughs> so River's just kind of sitting there not really paying attention, cleaning his gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, the birds are kind of like flying around and the magus is just looking at them and just talk, just keeps talking to river about these birds or something. And then he, uh, he, he's just not, he's nodding his head and then he just pulls out his gun <laughs> and takes one out of the air. Holy shit. <laughs> then he goes dinner <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's the whole scene. Hey everyone, welcome to the intermission here on the Level 1 Podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. Email us at level1pod at gmail.com. Um, and don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes um, or wherever you found us. It makes a huge difference to us. Um, uh, so thanks for taking the time to do that. Um, special thanks to this week to Ross Cowman who developed Follow Magic, along with Doug Keith and Taylor Dow, who illustrated it. Um, Please go to heartofthedeernicorngames.com to uh, find those uh, uh, Follow Magic along with a bunch of other fantastic games that they've made. Um, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Also, thanks to tabletopaudio.com who uh, create the soundscapes that you hear every week. Um, Also, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Um, All of you out there who listen to this show, it, it warms all of our hearts to know that you're out there. So, um... 
you know, uh, we're here from the, for the role playing, not so much the rolling. I think I've kept you here a little long, so let's get back to the show. Dinner. <laughs> or something like that. And that's, uh, that's the whole scene. All right. Okay. Um, I'm going to do... So it's my turn. I could move the mages, but I want to go to Cascading Water, mm-hmm. which the prompt is washed and made new. And it has another one of those leaves for change. Interesting. Um, and I think it's the, it's the morning of the third day. Yeah. And <clears throat> near the hot springs, there's just like a small waterfall. Um, and Elamora like goes and like cleans off under it. Um, and I think makes, uh, there's a point at which I think the mages comes up and mm-hmm. also is like f- doing the equivalent of like showering, basically yeah. washing clothes, that sort of thing. Um, and Elamora like makes like really meaningful eye contact with the mages and like, like, sort of, like, straightens up and, like, walks away. Um, and I'm going to remove and not not add anything back. Um, I'm going to remove wounded. Um, I don't think Elamora is feeling wounded anymore. Good. So, Taylor, we're out of prompts. So you're going to have to move the mages and draw a card. Okay. <laughs> I'm drawing a card right now. Drawing a card right now. Ooh. Next, children. We are going to the Isle of Dreams. Oh, cool. Ooh. Where the prompt is the clothes of the painter. Cool. Some cool ideas for here. So we, we get back on the ship. Yeah. We get back on Grandmother Black. Mm-hmm. And we sail for a day, two days? I feel like just a day. Okay. And the mages is just... is not really talking much still because, you know, they're not close to Umbra. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, Well, I do hope we enjoyed our vacation. That was purposeful, of course. Now we are going to a little, little bit more of a, of a habited place. Everybody be on your best behavior. Please and thank you. And we arrive at the Isle of Dreams. And it's, it looks like a little Dutch colony. <laughs> what if the village, what if like a lot of, like the buildings and stuff were all like actually painted? Like made out of paint. Yeah. Like it looks like oil paint. Yeah, that'd be sick. Okay. That was, sorry, that was my only suggestion. No, nice. That's cool. <laughs> when do we realize that? How, how close do we have to be before we? Surprisingly close. Gotcha. But yeah. The buildings are still Dutch? Yeah. They're still okay. Dutch in design and in air and there's like windmills everywhere. Not like in our on our current modern, you know, energy. But sense. is is the island itself solid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the island just itself the town. is just the town and most of the things that inhabit it. Like I don't think animals mm-hmm. are oily like that. Um, but I feel like some of the people are. Okay. Of which there aren't many. Do they, are they like people, people? Like, can we talk to them or are yeah. they more? Okay. All right. Yeah. No, they're there and they're not like, uh, like creepy or dreamy or like mm-hmm. anything like that, but no, they're 
wispy. Well, yeah. They're painted in the international gothic style, so they're very detailed. Okay, Sam, Sam has a has an art history exam. So. He had an art history exam two months ago. Yeah, thank you. How'd it go? Uh, I actually probably have one this week as well, so <laughs> this actually carries over really well. I have one in two, in two days. Pray for me. <laughs> Because if I'm screwed for this one, that one's probably not going to be good either. <laughs> Tight. Coo, 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 coo. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it looks like. It's um, it's kind of similar to the um, volcanic island we were just at in there, in that there are cliffs, um, kind of more like uh, Dover style mm-hmm. cliffs, like white. Um, it's a little bit lighter, too, like less yeah. clouds. Yeah. It's all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So what are the clothes of the painter? The clothes of the painter. Well, I'm going to look at the other prompts to try and prompt myself. What if they're hanging on a line mm-hmm. outside the windmill? And like if you get close enough to them, you can see that they're not painted. Mm-hmm. And we, don't, we haven't met the painter, mm-hmm. but it kind of implies that he's like us and not like the painted people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be super cool. And then we could just call that scene there. Yeah. Yeah, and the mage's office offers no exclamation. Oh, it's my pick? River, river, river. Well, I think I'm going to go the obvious way. And uh, go straight to the village. The painted village. I think you guys should both be here for this scene. Yeah. The painted village. And what's the prompt? Uh, What is moved by the wind? Hmm. Um... I think that question right away is like semi answered. Uh, just because, like, you see the painted clothesline in the wind and you mm-hmm. see the. It, it swings in the wind, but also paint kind of like falls off. Uh-huh. Mm, that's cool. So, like, they had, like, the people who live there have to go in and fix it with a brush or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Does it, like, fleck onto the physical island? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But when it's on the island, it's like much more like solid if that makes sense it's much more like real paint yeah it's like real paint it's not like animated paint this is really, okay so this is really cool because that's kind of how i described elamore's wings mm-hmm. originally yeah being like animated paint or mm-hmm. animated ink yeah similar magic yeah i think elamore is like looking around at this like it, it did is it did she learn how to do this to me here mm-hmm. like yeah. Like, really trying to put that together. It's pretty um, sick. But yeah, I think I think that River does what River would do, which is go to the inn mm-hmm. first. And uh, inside the inn, it's just kind of a few people. And he, you know, he greets himself. And uh, he gets some, he gets three beers for everyone. Now, what do you guys think? Do you think the beer is drinkable? I, think, I don't think so. I think we try, like... I think I try it. I'm like, does it taste like? It tastes like a paint. cup of paint. Yeah, and it's like like a watercolor hot. cup. Yeah, it's like, mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. I feel like they might have better, uh, or well, I shouldn't say better. It's I'm very not trying to discriminate. Looking. It looks like this it'd be beer does great. look quite good. Guys, don't don't be rude. They prepared this for us. They didn't just make it or grow it it's or anything. Not they f- created it. It's not their fault. I'm for... gonna down it. Oh god, I'm I don't gonna think down that's it. A good well, idea. I feel like that might not be. That's probably not healthy. 
It's not their fault. They're, they're just and different from us. And three, two, what? Well, uh, okay. Yep, it's gone. You're a bad influence, River. You I didn't do done anything. this like three weeks ago. <laughs> three weeks ago? What do you mean three weeks ago? I have only... Three weeks ago, he was nervous about shotgunning. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's not my fault. The city does strange things to people, and I can't be responsible for it. Well, you should be. <laughs> well, I can't. It's not like I control it or anything, anyways. Oh, I did it. How was it? It came in three parts. First part was chemically. Second part was literally beer. The third part was if you've ever if you've ever stuck your hands in in you know after you've been watercolor painting into the into the glass that you've been using for your water and like stuck your hand at the bottom of it and felt that kind of like sandy muddy texture of the paint at the mm. bottom of the cup. Well, this is a long metaphor. Like oh, it's not a metaphor. I don't think it's a metaphor. It happened to yeah. me. <laughs> sounds pretty real. Well, I think the I'm second nice. part was actual beer, guys. You have to drink the whole thing. I. Yeah, I think I'm my pass. Yeah, you, right. you know, as good as it sounds. This is what? okay. I think it's okay. It was a chocolate porter. It was incredible. A chocolate porter? Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> is that a good place? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good place to end. Chocolate porter? No, thank you. It's Is it my It's my you. Um, I'm going to the Cobblestone Ave- Avenue, which is leisure time. Fun. So. Is it I, real cobblestone? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I think Ellen Moore is like investigating on some mm-hmm. level on her leisure time. She's like, I'm very curious. Like, my wings are like this, um, you know. And um, and so she's like, the, the cobblestone's real. The windmill is painted. Um, and she's also struggling to be like, well, this this is real. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's just fabricated and feels flimsy to me and to the people around me. Um, but I think she kind of like gets into it and like, you know, like on some level it's like, this is my aesthetic. I'm about this. Like, (laughs) um, and she, I think she buys herself a like, like blue painted dress. (laughs) Um, and like it does the the like the animated paint thing, but because it's like solid, it's like not rubbing off on her. Right. Um, and so like that's kind of her her day. Um, just kind of going around doing that. That's cool. I like it. I want Piccolo to paint a picture, so he's gonna go to the dreaming place <laughs> when you were happy. And the dreaming place is the name of a shop <laughs> in the painted village. And either of you guys can do it, but want to mm-hmm. be the owner of said shop where people just come to paint. They don't have to make anything. Like, they don't have to make anything real if they don't want to. They can mm-hmm. just paint. Gotcha. It's like a safe space. <laughs> it's a safe space. <laughs> Dane, I got it, unless you really want to do it. No, you you got it. You got it. You go. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. This is... Ah, hello. Hey. Uh, dreaming place. Uh, what, what does Welcome that Welcome to the studio. Oh, studi- studio. Yes. Wow. Yes. See, 
this is the studio for the citizens of uh, the Painted Village to get together and work on their art skills from time to time. As you see, it's a very important uh, part of our lives, as he says, as he kind of like paints his arm back <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's, it's 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 incredible. I've never I've never been super artistic myself, but everybody here is. Can do do do, do you have time? I don't want to interrupt anything, but do, do you oh, have time? Oh, of course I have time, especially for visitors. It's not like we get that many. Uh, it's you know we're trying to brand ourselves as a tourist attraction. It's not working very well. How is it not working? This is my favorite place I've ever been. Well, it's hard because you know this island keeps moving. So until we figure out a way to stop moving, it's kind of hard to give directions. It blows around. Oh. Says like it says like um like a very like uh rotund man yeah. who's like got like uh, like a beret on and like painted <laughs> the painted person around. like blows around, you know. <laughs> also, we can't leave and it's not like there's any way to capture an image uh in a perfect way. So even if we do try and make promotional material, it just looks like a painting of a real place. But also, quite frankly, I mean, even if we capture the actual image, it wouldn't capture the essence. So I don't know what's the point. And then he like paints himself. With some Smith. <laughs> paints himself clay and right. starts making painted pottery. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> like on like a wheel, like a pottery wheel. Like Smith, this is why I was designed and you were an artist. We just don't see eye to eye on some topics. It's all right. It's all about the brand. It's all about the heart. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ridiculous. Uh, sorry I stumbled into your marketing meeting, um, but <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Do you, so do you, do you have a sec? Can you, can, oh, can you yes, teach me how to paint? Okay. Um, what, what's, the, what's the easiest prompt? 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 Is that the right word for painting? Yes, here. So we'll give you an object to uh, to draw first. Okay. It's a still life. Oh, okay. Forget the still life. You need to paint your emotions. <laughs> I like to start with where I was happy, you know? <sighs> then maybe you can move on to the more advanced things like ennui. <laughs> Guys, I, I, don't, I don't know if, if you have university here, but... When you were happy was actually one of my essay prompts when I was applying. No, one of one of my essay prompts for for Starfall Academy was when when you were happy. I don't, I don't really know why they cared. College doesn't seem to make anybody happy. Oh uh, my God. Okay. Um. Uh. Where 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 are your uh, where are your best colors? What's your favorite color? Well, my favorite color is uh, I'm more yeah, of an orange. Yeah, Baker. What is your favorite color? Okay, everybody calm down. First of all, I'm a fan of colored palettes, not colors. The color right. palette is what makes the design. Well, give me give me your give me your colored palette. I'll I'll paint it like that. Alright, so we have three options between color palettes right here. We okay. have the flat design color palette. Okay. We have uh which consists of light blue, okay, white, yeah, uh kind of pastel y red, okay, and kind of gray or like a cool gray. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Okay, so we have that. Uh, Smith comes up and he's like, what are you doing? You're leading the poor boy astray. <laughs> color palettes lock you in. You can't be confined by color swatches and and choices like that. True. Colors are on a spectrum. There's no two versions of blue. No two skies are the same. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. However, I think that you are more advanced than I am and therefore I'm going to stick to a color palette with four colors. You and this one, Bicker. 
That's what I thought, Smith. Bicker and Smith. Goddamn artists. Incredible. <laughs> Somebody has to do the architecture around here with a paintbrush. Uh, so he gives you like a palette and then he sets out like a, a painted head of a figure, figurine for you to trace. Uh-huh. And then he kind of instructs you on like how to, how to like draw the lines and how mm-hmm. to like kind of base, like get your like spatialness right. Yeah. Basically, like you draw, he has you draw a box and then inside the box you draw like a, you know, one part of the head and then like in the next box you draw a different part. Yeah. And I feel like Piccolo does that a few times and he draws uh, three female faces that kind of like, like they're both like the exact same profile, but they kind of like echo one after another and it's the profile of his mom and Matilda and Elamura. All right, Sam. There is one prompt left, or you could move the mages again. Um, I think we already touched on this last prompt a little bit in the last one, so I'm yep. just gonna move on. Okay. Because okay. I I was gonna do a little thing, but I changed my mind. So draw that last ah! card. Oh, oh, still heart landing. So with a necropolis, which is similar to an acropolis, but not quite. Okay, so... <laughs> That's a funny pun, actually. That's Jeez. pretty good. Okay, so so first of all, how do we... Good um... job, game writers. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Get it? Because it's a necropolis, but it's necromancy, so it's a... Ne- necropolis. <laughs> that... Necropolis is like a real word. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, fuck. <laughs> but I see... What I see what you mean. No, 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 you're, you're okay. Back. I, I see you. I'm, but I'm still there. I'm ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Harry Potter reference. <laughs> Misdiagnosed upon. <laughs> oh, buddy. Okay, so this place is called Still Heart Landing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Narrate the, the mages getting us from, um, from the Isle of Dreams and the Painted Village to Still Heart Landing. We get back on the sea on, on, on Grandmother Black, right? Yeah. So it's been smooth sailing up to this point, but it's basically just storms now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the weather is awful every day, which is a real bummer for uh, River because he can't fish as much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're kind of stuck eating a lot of rations and things like that that were put on the ship beforehand, yeah. not as much fresh food. Uh, and, I mean, it's bad, but clearly the this... Uh, ghost ship basically the black grandmother Grandmother black (laughs) grandmother black not the black grandmother (laughs) uh (laughs) sam you're on the struggle bus the last like 10 minutes (laughs) i'm getting there i'm getting there uh anyway so it navigates to i I can't (laughs) i'm getting it up all right all right right. just start start the whole narration over again so so the so grandmother black uh navigates easily through these storms that have kind of been you know hitting really hard it's been making life hard for everyone on the boat that's alive which is only us four uh maybe us three i don't really know (laughs) uh yeah i don't think the mage just really cares but basically it's three days of just just awful weather and then i think when we kind of come through it's basically a break in the clouds but it's like a very unnatural break in the clouds huh. like it's like a circle almost like the eye of a storm but it's not if that makes sense like you just 
get and like the rain stops in like a sheet, like a flat There's sheet. A clean line. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like a it's like a sphere around around the uh, still heart landing. Now it's it's hard to tell whether the storm is like permanent or if it's just like kind of there. But the still heart landing, uh, it looks it's very similar to Dubrovnik or King's Landing from Game of Thrones. Fuck yeah. Uh, it's very beautiful. Uh, I mean, the water kind of that the cliffs lead down to are just like pure blue in some areas, like mm-hmm. just apps, just so blue. The water is just gorgeous. And but is it empty? Um, no, I don't think so. It's live. It's yeah. lively. Yeah, it's lively. Cool. It's weird though because it's like there's no, there's obviously no place to like get food or something. So mm-hmm. this place is clearly like magically. Sustained. Sustained. Hmm. So your prompt here is the laws of Judge Stillhart. Yeah. Is that like sort of a, like an obelisk when we walk, like we land and like first thing you see when you enter the city gates are the laws is the laws. Yeah. Creepy. Is there anything like, like I'm assuming there's probably the standard ones, you know, the don't steal, don't murder, don't like, right. But is there anything weird on those, those laws? Uh, yeah. I think it would say like, don't take from the garden. Hmm. Um, and that's it. Cool. Hmm. All right, so I'm in. I'm a, I'm in a sticky situation, um, because all four of these prompts would be kind of amazing for Elamora. You pick your fave. Uh, I don't know. What I want to choose. <laughs> so there's the Ghost Market, the Necropolis, the Marble City, and the Pale Gardens. I'm going to go to the necropolis. Interesting. And the prompt is who you bring back. Um, so Elamora hears... So we spend a few days here. It's okay. the best place to get resupplied. Like you said, it doesn't make sense why there's a bunch of... There's an abundance here, but there is. So yeah. why not like take, a, take advantage of it? So we're spending time here. And over these few days, Elamora keeps hearing whispers that if you go under the city into into the catacombs that everyone calls the, the the necropolis the city of death if you get to the, if you can find your way to the center mm-hmm. you can bring someone who's died back to speak to you one more time mm-hmm. which for elamora is very very tempting yeah and she she knows like that's that stuff's most of the time not even true the other half of the time it comes at some horrifying cost. Right. You know, all of these things, but it's just too much to resist. Um, Is she by herself? No. I think she goes, she goes by herself, but I think the Magus follows her. Mm-hmm. Taylor, will you play the Magus? Mm-hmm. And Sam, will you play Elamora's sister when I get there? Yeah, of course. Cool. So, she winds her way through and like... It's pretty clear that like the 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 catacombs don't let people th- like they're like they like she figures out that like there really isn't a cost here. It's just that the catacombs are like make it they make a judgment call so, so to speak. Like they're like okay, does someone really need to talk to somebody? Does someone really need to get some closure? Because if they don't and they just want to talk for like old times' sake, no, we're not doing this. But if it's like. Okay, so scarce. Yeah, it's like it's, if somebody's really getting eaten alive by like I need, I just need some like I just need, I really need this one answer. They'll like let people through, 
and I think you're right. I think at different points, they just let people through all the time, you know? And maybe that was like 50 years ago. And that's why it's whispers now. And like, but it used to be like, there'd be a line. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'd, you'd sit in line for a week <laughs> to get your, to get your time. Camp or out for tickets. Camp out for tickets. Or you'd, um, or you'd like put in a reservation, you know? It, yeah. It'd almost be like, well, on the third Tuesday of every month, I go see mom. Like, yeah. but yeah. now it's, now you really have to need it. And like the catacombs themselves decide, okay. And like, I think Ellen is lucky enough. And she gets there, um, and, like, it's this, like, it's just, it doesn't feel like any special room, but it's just, it's a square room with four halls, one on each wall, and, um, just a small pedestal, um, and she just calls out, Mara? Yeah. What, okay, what was the premise of your sister dying again? Was it that she, you killed her? By mistake. By mistake. But it wasn't even that... Elamora blames herself. She's like, in her head, I killed my sister. Okay. It's not what happened. What okay. happened is they were playing in a dangerous area, like, near a cliffside, and, like, it broke, and Elamora couldn't catch her. Okay, so you might... What's her name again? Mara. Okay. Um, so I think Mara, like, comes forward, you know? Just from one of the halls? Yeah. And I also think Mara is an adult. Now. Okay. Like weird. They died when they were kids, but Mara's like she, an adult. She's like matching. Yeah, I don't think they were twins, but like you can see it. Like, yeah. Sister, oh my goodness! I didn't think I would be seeing you anytime so soon. Well, Wait, I guess it's actually so soon. no. Elamora should have died hundreds and yeah. hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Do you want to take another shot at that? No, no, no. Because no. I like the idea that she would be. Oh, she's confused. Yeah. Still so soon. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Also, time might move differently. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Sister, I didn't think I'd be seeing you so soon. Wait, I guess not so soon. In fact, it feels like it's been too long, maybe? I don't know. Time is so hard to tell in the afterlife that it's almost impossible. How old are you I'm now? I'm sorry. Oh. About the incident? About the cliff? Oh, you... Oh, honey, you Mara, have... I... I killed you. Elamura, you did no such thing. No such thing. Where's the magus in all this? I'm curious. I feel like she's like literally smushed herself into a corner. Gotcha. Like just kind of standing there like two fingers together. Mm-hmm. Like at her lips. I'm sorry that you've been sitting on this for so long. Because clearly that was the first thing on your mind and you should know that as your sister, there's nothing I want you to do more than just live your life. Accidents happen. I should have... I was the older sister. I was supposed to take care of you. Oh, yes, of course, but chance always plays a role. I thought you'd be mad at me. Why would I be mad at you? It's been a long time, as far as I can tell. I mean, at least 30 years. Maybe hundreds, I don't, I don't really know, but it, it's, it's come and gone. I've moved on now. I, en- I enjoy my life here. You can't blame yourself for the things that chance forces you to, forces to happen. I've been told for so long 
chance wasn't real, that there's only our own actions. And the mage just nods. Chance is completely real. I'm sure you've had many a time, many a companion that you've met through chance, many a many events that feels like it's completely happened by chance. Maybe you were supposed to go somewhere, but then that didn't happen, or things happen by chance all the time. You just have to look at them right. The world is not a set path of conclusions. Okay. I wish, I still wish he could have been there. I wish we could have had normal lives. I wish so too, but it's not something that I try and dwell on. It's not worth it. (sighs) Mara, I feel like a fool. (laughs) (laughs) And I think Mara kind of laughs and she's like, oh, don't. I want to hear your stories though. I think maybe we could like fade out into like sort of like them laughing and yeah. just catching up and it, yeah. like, it stops being this serious thing and starts being really joyful yeah um and I don't know like I think there's a way you could frame a shot where there's like a bunch of skulls on the walls but it looks friendly and yeah. warm in a way and I don't know how on earth you would ever do that but I think it works yeah like it feels less like oh I know how it works the same way that um it's done with uh Dia de los Muertos, like Day of the Dead. It's where it's it's a celebration. Like there's flowers. Yeah, and yeah. Skulls. yeah, and like I think like there was like a a way it was framed where like the shadows of the skulls were over the flowers, and if you shifted, you could see flowers between each skull mm-hmm. and things. So like it becomes really joyful, and eventually you know times up. You know like yeah. it can't go on forever, um, and I think they hug, and like Mara like walks away. Um, and Elamora, like, has, like, a real jaunt in her step. And I'd still love to have some interaction between her and the mages. Yeah, if we're walking think, out. I, I still don't think Elamora knows that the mages was there mm-hmm. or anything. So where does that part of this happen? I feel like she feels the mages' hand, like, kind of, like, run down through her hair. Oh, wow. Okay. As they're walking back. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think, I think Elmore like turns and like hits her hand away Mm -hmm. and realizes who it is. She's like, don't touch me. Well, dear, I had a question and you, you paid me no mind. Were you following me? Of course you were following me. Observing. Fine, what do you want? Well, I... I'm curious to know your opinion on a matter. Do you... do you believe that I am your destiny or I am your chance? I don't know. What's the difference? What do you mean by that? Well, by the, the way that you and your sister were speaking. You were listening? Yes. Yes, I was. Mages, I'm not sure. 
I asked you for something, and it's been hundreds of years. I don't know if I still owe you anything anymore. And the next time you touch me, you better ask first. Oh dear. It seems to me that you still must practice the art of letting go. You will get there. I think Eleanor just like turns and stalks away.